I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed. It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Welcome to Rapid Fire, your 2A talk radio show hosted uh, by us here every week, sponsored by Vortex Optics and USCCA. Make sure you tune in each and every week at rapidfireradio.us to join the conversation. And now you can call or text on the Rapid Fire line, 508-444-2120. That's 508-444-2120. Please like and subscribe on all of our social media platforms. Our handle is at Cape Gunworks and at Rapid Fire Radio at all the usual suspects. And I'm happy to announce we got our handle back on uh, Instagram, so we're now at Cape Gunworks again. We didn't get our page restored, so we lost eight years of good content and about 8,000 followers, but um, we're rebuilding. We're in a rebuilding year on that. Uh, we're also on Rumble now, so you can watch and uh, watch the stream over on Rumble, so we're pretty happy about that. And wherever you get your social media, whether it be Big Tech or some of the alternate alternative sites, you should be able to find us there, either Rapid Fire or Cape Gunworks. We're glad you're here with us. Remember, we're moving Rapid Fire to a podcast-only show. It's going to take some months, but eventually it'll only be found on the web. You can always tune in at rapidfireradio.us, and we will be off the airwaves soon, but uh, tune in to rapidfireradio.us and sign up for an email alert for whenever we go live. I have had some people coming into the shop lamenting that we're not going to be on the air any longer. And they said, oh, man. I said, well, guess guess what? I'm going to clue you in on a little secret. You don't have to miss an episode. You can listen whenever, wherever. We're not going away. That's the thing. And I have a lot of people, even my wife said, I didn't know you're... You're ending the show? And I said, what are you talking about? We're not ending the show. She's like, you're not going to be on the air anymore? I said, well, it's, yeah, we're going to be on podcast world. Like, you can still get us everywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the usual suspects. So easy to find. Not to mention, just go right to rapidfireradio.us and you'll be able to find it. All of our shows. Uh, you can also uh, like and subscribe on YouTube and see them all, not just hear them. You can see them as well. Uh, that's going to be the case with Rumble now too, right? Yeah. So Rumble, you can watch the shows live and and we'll archive them there as well. So good deal and uh, glad to be there. Uh, that's one of the places where we won't get censored or shadow banned or uh, kicked to the curb by all the big tech. Um, and by the way, it's amazing what is coming out just about Twitter. You look at Elon Musk has been dropping the Twitter files, how like the FBI was paying Twitter upwards of $3.5 million to censor content and basically saying, 
you know, because they're paying them, they had some sort of say about what accounts got shut down, what accounts got shadow banned, what posts got removed, who got deplatformed, et cetera, et cetera. And if you think about that, that is unbelievable. That is government censorship at its core. And, you know, this last week was a pretty rough week for the federal government where they, all this information came out that they are trying to quiet you and censor you uh, in the in the public spaces and and then they lie about it to cover it up and you know it's it's just unbelievable um they also uh wanted to the same thing with the covid information and now a lot of the covid stuff that was being talked about on social media platforms by people about how it can cause blood clotting and myocardiosis and all that uh and premature heart attacks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they, they basically um, are now admitting, yeah, oh, yeah, there's definitely a chance, increased risk of blood clots. And people were deplatformed, taken down. Doctors were removed. They're, they were silenced, all that. And, you know, it's just amazing if you think about it, uh, the lengths that they went through, uh, went to to make sure that, you know, the information they didn't want you to hear was was banned, you know, and, and that's just, you know, unconstitutional in so many different ways. Um, I don't know how they got away with it as long as they did, but that was all just Twitter and Elon Musk, uh, was, uh, pointed out that this is just Twitter guys, you know, look everywhere else. You're going to find the same thing. You're going to find it on, um, all of the mainstream media, you're going to find it on all of the big tech platforms. And it was a concerted effort to ban, silence, and lie about anybody who said something that disagreed with the federal government or the powers that be or the mainstream narrative. So anyway, tell us what you think, 508-444-2120. That's 508-444-2120. You can text, you can email you can call or you can leave a message. And uh, we have a poll of the day. If you go to rapidfireradio.us or go to Twitter and type in rapidfire radio, all one word. Like us and subscribe, by the way, on Twitter. And uh, this week's poll question is, how long is it going to take for the Massachusetts Firearms Policy Coalition lawsuit challenging the uh, Maura Healy's uh, or not more Healy's, but the uh, approved weapons roster to move through the court system. Six months to a year, one year to three years, three years to five years, or over five years. Oh, my. I say three to five years, but hopefully it's six months to a year. I'm really hoping. Um, right now we're 100% at three to five years, uh, but go ahead and vote. Uh let your voice be heard, and uh, hopefully. Uh, but along those lines, by the way, um, along the lines of how long will it take? Uh, we're going to get into this on the other side. Um, Gun Owners Action League actually has a article on their website about why there's been no movement as far as uh, 
you know, the assault weapons ban challenge in court so far. So we'll talk about that on the other side um, because I want to leave enough time to talk about it. But if you want to be a part of the chat, go ahead and uh, like and subscribe on all the social media platforms and you can jump right in. We're going to get to a lot of questions today uh, because it's, you know, I'm a little bit under the weather and uh, my brain capacity for following up on all the news of the day might not be as good as it normally is. Uh, but anyway, uh, don't forget our giveaway. You can go to rapidfireradio.us and scroll down and enter the giveaway. Uh, this week's giveaway is going to be the primed nutrition bars. We have a full case of the primed nutrition bars. They're the fuel and focus in peanut butter chocolate chip. Uh, this is a really, really good uh, protein, like uh, protein bar for hunters or outdoorsmen. And this week's winner of the uh, coffee from Blackout Coffee is David S. So look for an email from us, David. You won the Blackout Coffee. We're going to be sending it to you. And if you want to sign up to win the prime nutrition bars, go ahead and do that. Uh, we're giving away the energy bars this week, and you don't want to miss out on those. They're good. They're great for when you're running a field. And don't forget this week's discount code. For those of you who have been faithful subscribers to the discount code, this week's code is 50BMG. You're going to get a great discount off your entire order at Cape Gunworks. Use 50BMG at checkout. We will be right back. This is Rapid Fire. for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.com remote and use code word WORKS. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.com remote and use code word WORKS to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex optics today. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And remember... We are moving to a podcast-only show. It's going to take a little while to be fully implemented. You should be able to hear it through the end of January on WRKO and WCRN. It'll be there for a while. I think uh, we're on WXDK until March, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, so, But eventually, we're going to be podcast-only and when we record live. So those of you who uh, participate in the chat and listen live when we record... Nothing changes for you whatsoever, and we'd like to get the people who listen on the radio over to the live chat or to the recorded show on the podcast. So the good news is you can listen whenever you want. It doesn't have to be at a specific set time or day or whatever. And if you sign up on the website, go to Rapid Fire Radio, you'll get an email alert whenever we go live. So if it's not at the same time and place, um, you'll be 
notified when when we can. All right, uh, when we go live. Um, so as promised, there's an article on uh, on uh, goal goals website why no Massachusetts assault weapons court action yet. Um, gun owners. Action League has received many inquiries as to potential court action regarding the so-called assault weapons magazine ban in Massachusetts. So for those of you who don't know, we are still living under the 94 assault weapons ban here in Massachusetts. It is, uh, it was kind of how the rest of the country lived under it for the 10 years that it was the law of the land in the, in the whole country. But all of a sudden, we had a seismic shift in 2016 when Attorney General Maura Healey, who is now Governor-elect Maura Healey, uh, decided to become uh, judge, jury, and executioner all at once. She became all three branches of the federal go- or the state government and changed the interpretation of how that law was interpreted throughout the law of the land for nearly 20 years and basically said, Oh, wait a minute. This gun is enumerated. Therefore, any configuration of it is banned, which the federal assault weapons ban, nothing could be further from the truth. All states understood that it was a features ban. So as long as the rifle was featureless, it couldn't be considered an assault weapon. But she expanded that definition to say, no, if it's enumerated, it's banned, period. I don't care what you do to it. It could have features, no features. It could have funky stocks. It could have no stocks. It doesn't matter. Um, it's a banned gun, period. And that was taking about 20 years of settled law and flushing it down the toilet. And they sent the enforcement notice to all of the Massachusetts gun dealers. So I, I feel that was a very smart uh, move on her part because if she had sent it to all... 400,000 gun owners in Massachusetts, they might have had some pushback. But it's a lot easier to have the enforcement on the the gun dealer side of things rather than the 400,000 people. So you've got to control three to 400 people rather than 400,000 people. And there's also potentially less problems for the implementation because guess what? 400,000 people probably wouldn't have just rolled over and said, uh, no, I don't think so. You're not coming for my gun. So she did something very smart. She said, oh, because you thought you bought this gun legally, we're going to go ahead and let you keep it. So as long as it, you had it prior to 7-2016, you're going to get to keep it. But anything after that is banned, period. And by the way, yes, you committed felonies by buying those guns. That's what she said. You're a felon in waiting. So we reserve the right to go after you, but because you thought you bought it legally and because there was 20 years of settled law, I just threw that in there, um, (laughs) then we're not going to go after you. And they knew that going after 400,000 people was going to be impossible. So anyway, that's where we stand right now. The general eagerness for new action comes in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision regarding New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin. Many goal members and not non-goal members. By the way, goal stands for Gun Owners Action League. They are the state version of like the NRA in our state, and they're very, very good. I know them uh, very well. I know Jim Wallace, who's uh, the executive vice president uh, or the executive president of Gun Owners Action League, is a NRA board member. 
Um, I know John Green, the director of training, very well. Um, they also have a great podcast, by the way, so uh, check that out. Um, but many goal members and non-goal members are aware that goal was a plaintiff in the Warman versus Healy case filed soon after Healy's unilateral reinterpretation of the law. With great legal and financial assistance from the National Rifle Association, we spent three years in an effort to bring our complaint to the Supreme Court of the United States. Along the way, each federal court supported the new ban. Eventually, SCOTUS declined to hear the case. This is an expensive problem when trying to get a case before the highest court. They can simply decline to hear arguments. With a new high court, there is more hope for our Second Amendment civil rights being recognized. We saw this in the groundbreaking Bruin case brought by the New York uh, Rifle and Pistol Association with the backing of the NRA. Shortly after releasing that decision in favor of our civil rights, the court also ordered three cases dealing with assault weapons, magazines, uh, back to lower federal courts. This order will rehear the cases under the rules set forth by the Bruin cases that goal has financially supported. These cases are already in the pipeline and far along in the legal process. Goal feels the most prudent, fiscally responsible action is to continue to support these cases the best we can before we use member money to launch another costly uh, legal challenge. We first want to know how these cases are going to be handled. It may be that they get back up to the SCOTUS and the 2A community comes away with a win. We may not have to file any actions. If for some reason they are not successful, we need to clearly understand why. There is still a lot to learn and many different strategies that might have to be developed before uh, spending a great deal of resources. The short of it is, Gold would love to hand Healy a defeat as she enters the corner office. However, it is more fiscally responsible strategy to learn the uh, disposition of these three cases prior to launching any new challenges. We also do not want any legal precedents in court actions loss. Such losses only build bigger walls for future challenges, something our local courts strive to do. So the three current cases are Association of New York, uh, sorry, New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs, Inc. v. Brock, um, Bianchi v. Frosch, I believe that is in Maryland, and Duncan v. Bonta, that is California. So Uh, I believe it's like 3rd, 5th, and ninth Circuit um, are the areas where all these cases are that are all basically the same as us. They are an assault weapons ban, a magazine capacity ban, and um, the bottom line is uh, we would love to see how these play out. This is what Gun Owners Action League is saying before filing a a case of of their own. Again, it would probably take three to five years and cost millions of dollars to get it back to the Supreme Court. However, it might not even be necessary if these three cases are uh, favorable, then um, that would end up creating legal precedent. Um, And incidentally, the, the, the Supreme Court did grant certiorari to the certiorari to all three of these cases, so yes, it only affects these areas where they're covered by whatever uh, appeals court districts that are covered under that. But um, if all three go uh, in favor of the gun owners, then we have a lot more precedent, legal precedent to stand on and point to. Um, I personally guess I don't understand the inner workings well enough to uh, comment on this, but 
I wish that the Supreme Court just took these cases. What they did was they granted, vacated, and remanded. So they they basically said, in light of the Bruin case, the lower court has to take these cases back and rule on them in light of the Bruin case, which is strict scrutiny. And so they they didn't uh, basically say we're they did vacate the decision, but they didn't vacate it and then say it's unconstitutional. They didn't rule on it themselves. They're kicking it back to the lower court to get it right, which that stinks for us on the East Coast because it'll help the people in those three districts. But until our legal challenges get there, um, the the same thing, you know, we might be stuck with our our unconstitutional laws for a while. But tell us what you think. Give us a call or text, 508-444-2120. David S. is the winner of the coffee last week. Um, This week, we got the primed nutrition uh, protein bars. Great for hunters, hikers, people who go to the gym and lift heavy things, all that that kind of stuff. So go to rapidfireradio.us to sign up and win. Go to rapidfireradio.us, scroll down, and enter to win the contest. We'll pull the winner on next week's show. Also... This week's discount code is 50BMG. So use that at checkout and you will get a very special discount off your entire order at capegunworks.com. All right, we will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high-resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, keyed entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong, and Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months, so it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash VoltecSafe. Your weekly show, All Things Guns, Freedom, Second Amendment, and Self-Defense. Don't forget our poll of the day. If you go to rapidfireradio.us, scroll down and vote in our poll, or go to Twitter and type in Rapid Fire Radio, all one word. Hit the follow button while you're there, and vote in our poll, which is, how long is it going to take for the Massachusetts Firearms Policy Coalition lawsuit challenging the... Uh, approved weapons roster going to take to move through the court system. 
six months to one year, one year to three years, three years to five years, or over five years. Um, so go ahead over there and vote. Find the poll question at rapidfireradio.us or go to Twitter. Uh, right now the poll is still holding steady at 100%, think three to five years. So um, go check it out. If Make your voice heard. That's what I think, by the way, three to five years. So anyway, um, it's time now for the gun of the week. So last week we had the uh, M plus M, M10X rifle, wicked cool gun, uh, showing my Boston side of things right there, the wicked cool. But um, it was a very cool gun. Takes AK mag 7.62 by 39. Got a couple of them left. Um, now this week we got a limited supply of the SIG MCX Virtus rifle. These always sell like hotcakes in Massachusetts because, frankly, it's the closest thing you could get to an uh, AR-15 in Massachusetts. That's new manufacturer that has a detachable magazine because um, the, what do you call it, the uh, fixed mag AR has its limitations, but it is a true AR. The SIG MCX is not an AR, but all the controls are in the same place. So the safety, the mag release, the bolt catch, the charging handle, the ergonomics of it, largely the same as an AR-15. Um, so, But it doesn't interchange. It doesn't have the similar design. It doesn't have the same operating system. Um, and in this case, this week's gun of the week, we have uh, a limited supply of these, and you're going to get free SIG backup iron sights. They're met, all metal and a free sling. This is a screaming deal. These backup iron sights are like $300 sights. They're all metal. They um, are push button to op- uh, deploy them, and they stay deployed until you press a button on it. Um, they're really, really nice sights. Uh, this gun also um, is chambered in 300 blackout or... 762 by 39. I have both offerings in stock. You can always get a caliber exchange kit from SIG or from us if you want to make it 556. But the cool thing is it takes AR pattern magazines. Uh, there are some out there in 762 by 39 available. Uh, we might have a couple pre band high caps available. Um, there are also uh, the 300 blackout takes just your regular uh, AR 15 mag. So um, you can get the pre-band USGI mags for it and and rock and roll. It's a it's an awesome gun. These are piston-driven. They are uh, very high quality. They have um, the mil-spec QD mounts uh, milled right into the rear of the lower receiver. There are also spots in the handguard for it and spots in the stock. So you can do a single-point or a two-point sling on this gun. It's a phenomenal gun, uh, great uh, rugged, battle-worn, battle-use gun. Uh, this would be a gun that I would have no problem defending my family with. It's very high quality. And the U.S. military just adopted a version of this gun called the Sig Spear LT. Uh, we're still waiting on that variant to hit the shelves here at Cape Gunworks. Uh, this started to trickle out around the country. And most versions I've seen that have trickled out are in 762 by 39 um, I think they're going to go eventually with that 6.8 SPC uh, for the U.S. military, but 
Anyway, right now, the civilian versions of those guns I've seen largely in 762 by 39 So if you don't want to wait, you want to save some money, and you want to get some free upgrades, you should get the one that we have on, a, on our website. You can go to capegunworks.com slash G-O-W or go to rapidfireradio.us, scroll down, click on Gun of the Week, and you can buy one. you got to hurry, though, because these never last. They sell like hotcakes. So go ahead and check them out. We will be right back. I'm Toby Leary, and this is Rapid Fire. personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.com remote and use code word WORKS. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.com remote and use code word WORKS to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex optics today. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And remember... Even though we're going through a podcast-only format, you got the radio for a little while, and uh, nothing changes if you follow along on our live streams, or you watch online, or you uh, listen to the podcast. The only people it affects is the radio listeners, and you'll still be able to call the show and text and chat. So as long as you get signed up, go over to rapidfireradio.us, and we'll give you an email alert when we go live. So speaking of chat, let's go right on. To the chat here, I uh, haven't been ignoring you guys, but uh, I had to get some stuff off my chest, and uh, KP was saying just that. I believe the show will still be recorded live. Yes, it will. With the same chat and all, yes, it will. Uh, It's just not going to be on the radio like before. Correct. Um, And it's going to be on the radio for a little while, so um, I hope, you know, hey, I'll just throw this out there. Maybe some angel investor comes along and says, I just can't stand to listen, not listen on the radio. I'll pay whatever it costs to keep you guys on. That'd be cool because that's really what it comes down to. Radio airtime is so expensive and it's, I feel it's the horse whip and the carrier pigeon of the 21st century. I'm just throwing that out there. But I still listen to the radio um, and I, you know, whenever I'm in the car, but I never do at home or in my tr- uh, in my office or whatever. I always stream content at that point. And then I love it because I can listen later and blah, blah, blah. But anyway. All right. Question. Mass compliant CZP10. Yes, there is a CZP10 that is mass compliant. 
Richie, it is the CZP10F competition. That's the only SKU that is mass compliant. So it's the full-size competition model. Um, so, yeah. And G23 says that Friday morning measure 114 court hearing, he will be streaming it live on his YouTube channel. So go follow G23 on YouTube, and you'll be able to watch that live as it comes down um, and as it goes forward. That's great to hear. Um, great news. We're going to try and tune in for that. Um, so follow G23's YouTube channel if you want to be a part of that. And 500 says, we hope this bill never sees the light of day. That's for sure. And um, KP says, I think when people hear the podcast, they'll think you won't be able to call in or listen live anymore until people call in and listen. So um, we'll, we'll remind them that they can still listen live. And that's always the best because you can interact. So that's the best way to go. Uh, let's see. Um, 500 says Fred Flintstone in Illinois wants an assault weapons ban and purge laws, criminals on the street with no consequences and law abiding citizens not being able to protect themselves. What's the worst that could happen? Well, it's funny you say that because, um, on the radio, on the drive over today, I heard a, a story of a police officer that was shot in New York city today in the foot and the perpetrator who shot him was a criminal and I know this is going to come as a great surprise to all of my listeners, but he had been arrested and convicted 17 times before. And here he is with a gun oh my. shooting a police officer. So they don't care about the violent criminals being armed on the streets. They just don't want good people to have an ability to defend themselves against said Violent criminals on the street. You don't need an AR-15. All right. I guess you're right about that, Joe. Um, I saw another video. I, I don't know if it was on Mr. Guns and Gears channel or some other channel, but uh, it showed, it said, the title of it was, Tell Me Again How We Don't Need More Than 10 Rounds. And this guy was being led into his house by these armed gangbangers, and there had to be seven or eight of them all armed and they're all they all had the fun sticks sticking out the bottom of the glocks and uh yeah that was crazy so um yeah because 10 rounds will take care of those eight armed uh home invaders right dr is saying he's happy to hear goal is being fiscally responsible yeah i think goal is very good at um spending their members' money wisely. They're not like uh, NRA HQ, uh, which is a total disaster, if you ask me. Um, they are anything but financially and fiscally responsible. Uh, and that comes right from the top. From the chat, does Toby know what merchant category code CGW shows up as? Is CGW classified under gun store or sporting goods or some other code Asking for a friend. Um, I don't know. I would assume it comes up as a gun store. Cape Gunworks probably comes up as a gun store. And I didn't know if there was two different merchant consumer codes, one for gun stores, one for sporting goods. I don't know. It's a good question, but maybe I'll listen. Uh, 
Bruno says, I never listen to radio, but I always follow here on YouTube. Awesome. That's good to know. Um, and yes, I'm subs- I am suggesting criminals don't follow the law. That can't be the government says they do in that. So that must, uh, yeah. Well, by definition, criminal means you don't follow the law. So there you go. And I know you were saying that tongue-in-cheek, 500. Um, my patches are all covered up. Uh, I do know that. I have to fix that. Um, I had, those are all my father-in-law's guns, and he came in and went through them, and he stuck them there, and I just haven't moved them back to their other location. So I will unburden my patch wall. But by the way, we have patches. Uh, patches? We don't need those stinking patches. <laughs> um we have the rapid fire radio patch and the Cape Gunworks patches. Uh, thank you, G Webbs. He was a big instrumental player in getting those done for us. So those are they up on the website? They aren't right now. I'm, I'm sticking that to myself. Why not? We're like a we're like we're like turning the Titanic, or uh, you know, like trying to park a dump truck trailer combination. Inventory team. Sometimes it's uh, it's a little bit cumbersome to get some things done around here, but uh, why don't we throw that on office chat or something? Um, you hope not yet. Uh, let's chat about them. Okay, so uh, G-Webs has a plan. Let's find out that plan. Um, let's see. Uh, far more people die of medical errors than gun violence. Another channel just put out that stats from John Hopkins' study that the CDC hid since 2016. Yeah, there's a lot of um, statistics out there of mortality rates that are far higher than gun, you know, but depending on who you listen to, uh, politicians who don't think you should be able to protect and keep and bear arms would like you to believe that there is a gun epidemic in our communities, that people are being mowed down every day, every hour, every minute by gun violence. And that gun violence is a very co-opted term, by the way, because in that term is oftentimes people who defend themselves against violent criminals while using a gun, not to mention police who shoot bad guys who are you know, uh, posing a threat to themselves or to others. Just the facts, ma'am. Also, suicide um, is a big number of all the gun-related deaths. So if you think about it, when you break it all down, there's probably ten to 15,000 people who die a year um, with defensive shootings, with police-involved shootings, and yes, with criminal activity. So I would say the criminal activity side of things is, you know, I I don't know what the statistic breakdown of those three things are, but the point I'm trying to make is there's many, many more causes of death uh, than gun-related causes of death every year uh, that are unintentional. So if you look at that, um, you know, auto accidents, as people have pointed out, poison, uh, drownings, 
um, all these cumulatively uh, eclipse a lot of the uh, gun-related firearms deaths. And you look at uh, shod foot and hand, uh, assault and battery with deadly weapon, baseball bats, uh, blunt instruments, knives, um, all those things. And yet politicians would have you to believe that there is a gun violence epidemic in our communities, on our streets, in our neighborhoods. And nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, in fact, the truth of the matter is that upwards of two to two and a half million times a year, somebody defends themselves with a firearm. Uh, and most of the time without a shot even being fired. So let me know what you think. Give us a call at 508-444-2120 if you have a question, a comment. Um, give us a call or shoot us a text. And the poll of the day is, how long is it going to take for the Massachusetts FPC lawsuit that challenges the approved weapons roster to move through the court system? Six months to a year, one to three years, three to five years, or over five years. Right now, it is polling at 20%, one to three years, uh, three to five years is 40%, and over five years is 40%, and no votes for six months to a year. Um, but find the poll question at rapidfireradio.us or go to our Twitter page and type in Rapid Fire Radio on Twitter, and you can follow us while you're there and then vote in the poll. Um, all right, so let's see here. Uh, good to see you, Aaron. Um, Let's see, four boxes this morning, Krabby Turtle. I don't know what that is, but uh, it's a side side gig going on in the chat. Um, you can die for your country and to everything else at 18, but God forbid you want to exercise your 2A, you're too young. Yeah, well, there's some good news in that area too. Um, I know that Firearms Policy Coalition had a big win in uh, Texas that had a asked the Fifth Court of Appeals to withdraw the state's appeal of the district court order that struck down the ban on handgun carry by young adults. So a low court, a district court, struck down the state's ban on 18 to 20-year-olds carrying a handgun. And the state was going to appeal it, but thanks to the motion in Firearms Policy Coalition's Andrews v. McCraw, along with other case documents, it can all be viewed at fpclaw.org. They go on to say, we applaud Texas for doing the right thing and accepting the district court's ruling against its law prohibiting 18 to 20-year-old adults from carrying firearms in public, said Cody J. Wisniewski, FPC's senior attorney for congressional uh, constitutional litigation. Not only do young adults have the same constitutionally protected right to keep and bear arms as all other adults, they are also among the reasons we have a Second Amendment uh, constitution and country in the first place. That's 100% correct. They've fought in our wars since the uh, creation of our country, and they should be afforded the same constitutional rights as everyone else. Don't forget, it is the Christmas season, and everybody loves gift cards. So go to capegunworks.com slash gift cards to buy a gift card, and the system will email you or the person receiving the gift card. So go to capegunworks.com slash gift cards 
Who doesn't love a gift card for Christmas? Especially the one at Cape Cumberland. All right, we will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Ammunition is 100. This is where the American ingenuity met a trailblazing spirit. Hard work united with patriotism and technology blended with new ideas. That's federal ammunition. Right here in Anoka, Minnesota, born in 1922, made in America, and proud to be the best. Federal ammunition, a century of innovation, and we're only getting started. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show, all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And we're going to get to the chat and also get to a couple of news articles. Um, So, uh, (laughs) it's funny, Keith Langer just chimed in and said, hope you covered the big win in California. The Second Amendment Foundation strikes again. And uh, we haven't got to that yet, but I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, I assume it's the one that you're talking about where uh, Robert uh, Benitez, St. Benitez, Justice Benitez in California, has basically struck down the California's fee-shifting scheme. So if you guys don't know what this is, we talked about it a little on the Grace Curley show yesterday. And uh, basically the... uh, the state of California tried to pull a page out of Texas uh, playbook where they were saying that anyone who tries to sue the state of Texas where they banned abortion uh, will have to pay the litigation costs of said uh, litigation. And California did the same thing as it relates to the Second Amendment. So if you challenged a... uh, Gun Control Act, an unconstitutional infringement upon your Second Amendment, and you lost on any of the points. So let's say there were five counts or something, uh, and you were awarded on four out of the five points, but they dismissed or threw out one point of the case, then you were responsible to pay for the entire case, whether it, you know, the lawyers involved, the uh, filing costs, the court costs, everything around it. And it could have cost tens of thousands of dollars. Um, and you could have prevailed on your case, but still been stuck with the, with the, uh, with the price tag on it. And, um, U.S. court, district court, like I said, St. Roger Benitez said a major portion of a law adopted earlier this year in California, which essentially could penalize gun rights organizations, individual plaintiffs and their attorneys is abhorrent, according to California Globe. Uh, The provision section 1021.11 is written to hold plaintiffs liable for court costs if they do not completely win in challenges to state gun laws. He was poised to issue an injunction. As noted by the Globe, Judge Benitez observed, when people feel they can't go to the courts, if that process is taken away from them, what's left? The result is either civil disobedience or violence. This is not about firearms regulations. This is about a constitutional right. And 100% true. I mean, we have the constitutional right to redress our government, uh, get a prompt trial and 
be able to sue our government for a redress of grievances. And these uh, these guys tried to say, we're going to do whatever we want because we're the tyrants and you're going to sit here and you're going to like it or lump it because there's no other way around it. Uh, the case is called Miller v. Bonta and it was brought by the Second Amendment Foundation, San Diego County Gun Owners Political Action Committee and Gun Group Rights Foundation, Firearms Policy Coalition, Inc., John W. Dillon, Dillon Law Group, uh, George M. Lee, Gunfighter Tactical, John Phillips, a buddy of mine from Poway Guns and Gear, uh, L.P. Ryan, Peterson, and James Miller. They contend that this law is designed to have a chilling effect on legal action against California's increasingly restrictive firearm statutes, a position which Judge Benitez concurred according to the Associated Press. A similar case, South Bay Rod and Gun Club, Inc. v. Bonta, was brought by the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms, SAF's sister organization, California Rifle and Pistol Association, and several other plaintiffs. Both cases are in U.S. District Court for the Southern District of California. The actions are against California's AB 1594, which was adopted in response to Texas Statute Senate Bill 8, which deals with abortion in the Lone Star State. The uh, law infuriated California Governor Gavin Newsom and his Democrat allies in the legislature in Sacramento, according to the California Globe, AB 1594. This is essentially a gun control version of Texas State Bill 8, also known as the Heartbeat Law, which is amazing to me. If you, I'm just going to pause for a second. So here's Gav- Gavin Newsom infuriated by what Texas does. Now, Gavin Newsom has become the, you know, sanctuary state for abortion. But yet he's not happy that Texas, you know, what happened to states' rights? And that's what the whole Roe v. Wade overturn was about, returning the power back to the states and let them decide. That, that's what it should have been in the first place. But 30 years of, uh, or whatever it was, 50 years of quote-unquote settled law they overturned it because it was such a bad legal decision. And they set it straight and said, here, we're not banning abortion. We're just sending it back to the states. And Texas passed a heartbeat law, and Gavin Newsom was infuriated. A, a piece of his hair almost fell out of place. He was that upset. So what he ended up doing was mirroring the, the language in the heartbeat law. And he intervened with his own attorney when Attorney General Rob Bonta essentially stepped away from defending the California law, which Bonta had already asserted was unconstitutional. So that should have been a red flag right there to uh, Newsom. He he should have said, wait a minute, my attorney general is stepping away saying this is unconstitutional. But then again, I'm going to fight to the death. The attorney general's office advised the governor that it did not intend to defend the validity of the contested section of the law. When attorneys for SAF and its partners responded in a brief, they noted, by intervening here, the governor has thus offered further proof that section 1021.11 is an act of political retribution that he intends to follow through on at the expense of California citizens' fundamental rights. If SB 8 is upheld, meanwhile he has failed to offer any uh, colorable argument that section 1021.11 is constitutional. It is not. The court should declare section 102.11 unconstitutional and permanently enjoin all defendants from enforcing it.
Uh, SAF founder and executive vice president Alan Gottlieb said this unusual development suggests that the position, the state's position is in trouble. Bonta was in something of an embarrassing bind, he said. In a statement to the media, he can't defend a law that is a near mirror image of the Texas statute. He has already declared unconstitutional, which is pretty funny because he's the one who made the argument that the Texas law was unconstitutional. So how can he then defend it in his own state under a mirrored law? So Judge Benitez had issued an eight-page order rejecting an effort by the state to moot the SAF lawsuit. California is just one battleground in a war on the Second Amendment, as noted by the Washington Examiner. Other states are considering other ways to sidestep the framework established in the Bruin case. That seems to be at the center of this fight. States with restrictive gun controls maintained over generations, essentially choking the exercise of Second Amendment protected rights that they don't want to let go, according to gun rights advocates. The examiner's story quoted SAF Scott Lieb, who told the newspaper, they know they're getting laws struck down, so they're trying to pass laws to get around it. And the problem is that these laws that they're passing are more restrictive Gottlieb seems to have it pegged. In Illinois, lawmakers are already pushing new gun controls, which CBS News incorrectly called gun safety legislation. That's the buzzword now. They don't call it gun control anymore. It's all gun safety legislation. It's all about gun safety. Who doesn't want to make a safe? In Oregon, a judge court, a circuit court judge has thrown a major speed bump into the path of Measure 114, which has drawn four federal lawsuits and the state action, which is now providing the roadblock. In Washington, there is a legal challenge against a magazine ban that took effect uh, July 1 and against part of Initiative 1639 that bans the sale of modern semi-automatic rifles to young adults. New Jersey lawmakers scrambled to rewrite the state's laws following the Bruin ruling from June. New York already rewrote its laws to maneuver around the uh, Bruin case. SAF um, and uh, others have already sued that state as a result. The battlefield has clearly shifted from Capitol Hill and the legislatures to the courts, at least in part, and that is the direction it appears destined to follow probably the way back to the Supreme Court. Inevitably, the high court will have to determine the full parameters of the Second Amendment. There has been a signal from the court in the Bruin ruling about how that might go. Justice Clarence Thomas uh, made it clear when he observed, we know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government officers some special need. That is not how the First Amendment works when it comes to an unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion. It is not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to the defendant's right to confront the witnesses against him, and it is not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense. Bruin, um, so that is... Music to my ears, and uh, it's a big win, and that's what's been happening is a lot of these uh, gun-grabbing states are being dealt serious blows to their agenda. It is happening um, one right after the other. This is a lot of work has to be done still, uh, but it's going to continue thanks to the uh, that Bruin case. And I'll take it a step further from what Je- Clarence Thomas said about we know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating uh, need. How about selling a license for any other constitutional right? How about requiring a background check, fingerprints, photographs? Uh, how about requiring them go to a class? 
if you want, I was talking about this uh, with my father on the way over to the show today. Um, I said, think about the First Amendment. If you wanted to speak at the local college, how about the guy who gave your speech on your valid, uh, you know, the, uh, the valedictorian speech at as the first in his class on his high school graduation, or the the ceremony, the master of ceremony who gives that speech to the graduating class, or the the guest speaker. Uh, if he was told by the school, uh, "Yep, we'd love to have you come speak at the high school graduation," but before you do. You got to go over to, uh, you got to go over to the local store and take a class and pay a hundred bucks, et cetera, et cetera. We'd never allow for it, right? Guys, thanks so much for joining us. This is the end of the show, but uh, thanks for tuning in. And remember, even though it ends here, it goes on for another hour. So tune in at RapidFireRadio.us or call or text the Rapid Fire line five zero eight four 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 twenty one twenty. Go to the rapidfireradio.us and ask questions. Check out some of the online content. Freedom will always be on the right side of history. Make sure you're an advocate in your community. Put on the face of responsible gun ownership. Take someone new to the range. And let's expand the Second Amendment base in our communities. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. God bless. I'm Toby Leary.